0: Welcome to the Get Out of Teaching podcast, presented by Larksong Enterprises. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diakos. On the show, we'll look at the who, what, why, where, when and how of moving out of your education career and into a life you love. We'll meet ex-teachers, delve into what we love about teaching and how to translate that into something new. We'll talk to people who can support and inspire us as we make the transition and work on identifying the legacy we want to leave in the world. So come along for the ride as we Get Out of Teaching. Episode 12. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Get Out of Teaching, where today I'm interviewing Caleb Shipley from San Antonio in Texas. Welcome to the show, Caleb. Thank you. Uh, it's great to to uh, talk to you today, Caleb. Tell us what got you into teaching in the first place.
1: Well, frankly, uh, love for the subject that I taught. Um, I've always been a, a history fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it started, ironically enough, with where I am now, uh, with watching a uh, documentary over the Alamo, which is here in San Antonio, uh, when I was in third grade, and from then on, I fell in love with history, kept going with it, uh, majored in history in college, came from a family where uh, there were a couple of teachers, my mother and sister. And so love of history, come from a, a teacher family, just sort of naturally flowed. So right. that's how I ended up. In, Translated
0: in well. So, so yeah. the Alamo, just tell us a little bit about that. What inspired you about, about hearing about that?
1: I, I don't really know uh, what was going through my little, my little third grader mind. Um, probably, I think what it was, was the story. Um, if you don't know the history of the Alamo, you can go look it up. I won't bore you with the details, but um, it's a, uh, it, it's a fascinating story. I mean, it's just a fascinating story. Lots of action, lots of intensity and, you know, to a little kid that, that really sticks and, and it did. It stuck quite a bit. So that's what got me hooked. Right. I guess.
0: That, that was the inspiration.
1: And so- <laughs> Absolutely
0: whereabouts have you been teaching and for how long?
1: So I started teaching in the Houston area. That's where I'm from originally. Uh, Taught there at two different schools in the Houston area. Um, My wife and I, about two years ago, decided to move out to San Antonio. Uh, We made a bunch of trips out here, actually. Um, And finally we decided, you know what, we're here on just about every vacation, every kind of holiday, everything. We're here anyway, so why don't we just move here? and uh and so we did um we moved out here and i have taught at a high school here for almost two years now.
0: okay so what how long have you been teaching altogether together then
1: five five years total okay so that's, that's
0: not a, that's not a very long career in education what what was the tipping point that made you decide to transition out
1: i don't know that i could point to any one event um as much as it was kind of a series of realizations. Um, I I think it came down to me realizing that the system was almost geared to fail. Uh, It was almost set up to fail. Um, I also realized that the disposable, if you want to think of it in those terms, aspect of the whole system was the teacher. And I realized that, you know, we are, like it's easier to get rid of a teacher than it is to fix the system. And so that once I had that realization, I said, you know, it's time to move on, you know, it's time to move on because you're, you're always going to be miserable when you're working under those circumstances. Um, And then past that. I was
0: just going to ask you, so you're, you're, it sounds like you're saying that the teachers are almost a commodity that, that can be traded or just, you know, thrown in the trash if, if it's, um, if the, it, what, if you complain too much, like what would be the circumstances under oh. which a district might get rid of a teacher?
1: Oh, uh, in Texas, so in Texas, it's actually phenomenally easy to do, to get rid of a teacher. Um, because all you have to do, it, I was telling you before the show, uh, we're under a one-year contract. Mm. So when you go, most of us are, there are a couple of schools there, but most of us are under one-year contracts. So when you sign up for a contract, you're contracted for one year. If they don't like something about you or really for no reason at all at the end of the year, they can just non-renew you. Uh, okay. So they can not offer you a contract for next year. Um, okay. And it, it can be something as simple as your performance wasn't good. It could be an administrator didn't like you. It could be something that simple. Yeah,
0: okay, so there's no protections. Yeah.
1: Virtually none, no.
0: Yeah, okay. So then given that you, you realized that, 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 you were expendable, easily expendable mm-hmm. and, and decided that that was not going to be a good way for you to be for the rest of your life. What, what, did right. you, what was your biggest fear about moving out of that? Because your pay is not terrible. Like, you know, it's a fairly secure mm-hmm. pay packet. So what, what, right. what's your biggest fear about moving out?
1: Well, funny you mentioned that. Uh, I had a very false sense of security. Um, because you're right, you're a contractor for that one year. So when you're, when you're signed up, you're like, okay, I've got all this for one year. Mm. Uh, then it dawned on me, I've got all this for only one year. It could all come to an end at the end of any given year. Mm. Um, but I will say my my biggest fear out of out of all of them, and I had a bunch of them, but biggest fear was, what if it doesn't work? Um, what if I get out of it and it doesn't work and I have to go back and and all of that? Um, you know, it, it really was fear of the unknown, you know? What if, what happens next? What if what happens next doesn't work out? Um, the, the financial side didn't really scare me all that terribly much because I'd been living by virtue of the way that the school systems here work with the contract system, I'd always lived under that. What if it isn't here next year? So I kind of grown numb to that fear.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <cool>, <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know. Okay. So, so, but you're, you're married, like you've got, you've, mm-hmm. you have some obligations. Isn't that scary? Mm-hmm. Thinking this might all end in a year and I'll have nothing.
1: Uh, in some ways, yes. But again, it, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, at the end of this year, it could all end anyway, you know? It, so it's it's almost like you have nothing to lose. Okay. But,
0: all right. I you guess, you yeah. very, yep. very I, much I, I, could be. I can see that. Okay. So So then what is it that you're – so you're still working at the moment
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you've got about three months to go before right. your contract ends at the end of this right. year. So what's right. the plan? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, right now I've kind of been – uh, working myself to death, uh, setting up the business and still going uh, with teaching hmm. um, and so it's it 's very much like having two full time jobs uh, now yeah it's uh, it 's been a headache um, but past then we 're hoping to go full on G- uh, June first uh, right around June first uh, and and that 's the plan from here on out.
0: And so what are you actually doing
1: uh, with the company?
0: Well, yeah. Tell us about it. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we, uh, like I was saying earlier, uh, we, my wife and I are very fortunate to live in a, what Americans would call historic city, probably nobody else in the world, but we do. Um, and so with it being a historical city, um, lots of opportunities to show people around. And so we're doing uh, walking tours, uh, which really aren't that many of here. Um, and I saw that kind of need in the the uh, tourism industry here. And so we're doing walking tours where we are basically, it's about a one hour long, hour and five minute long tour where you see all of the surviving uh, historical downtown sites in downtown San Antonio.
0: Okay, so. so so you would, so the plan is, as you come into mm-hmm. your summer, that you're gonna run mm-hmm. these walking tours, Mm -hmm. um for obviously for tourists and they would sign up through your website or something is that how? yes
1: yes absolutely yep okay um absolutely
0: and so and i've been to san antonio and just done a little bit of a walk (laughs) around the the, in that part of the city so i've at least a a little bit familiar with it it's beautiful and the mosaics and i like the uh, tiles on the walls and everything i loved it I'm an art oh, yes. teacher, so yes. that was the thing that really appealed to me <laughs> about, the, about being there. Um, so, when that while that's happening, like, how are you, you'll, you'll have a buffer when you with your holiday pay for the summer, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: imagine mm-hmm. that that's a summer kind of industry. What happens the rest uh, of the
1: year? You'd be surprised. Um, it, it, like, for example, this past weekend, we went down to downtown to San Antonio, so just have a look around. And there's still lines outside virtually all of the historical sites. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it stays pretty busy most of the year. A good part of that is San Antonio's. It's kind of the convention center of Texas. Everybody comes here for conventions and meetings and things like that. So it stays really pretty busy all year. Um, also, one thing we're exploring is uh, school groups, uh, field trips, things like that. Um, we're, we're exploring that as well, and we've already got some leads on that, so.
0: Okay, and Um, I imagine that you, as a, as a history teacher, could easily link that to mm -hmm. curriculum and make it work that way.
1: Easily, easily. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, nice. So that's a whole other aspect to that business that could be really living during the school year. Definitely. definitely. Fantastic. So do you think you're going to replace your teaching income?
1: uh, no question right actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, if I had my crystal ball, you know, um, based on the numbers and just some, some things that I've run and some things that I've seen, uh, very much. So very, very much. So,
0: okay.
1: Uh, almost certainly more than what I make. now. Right. As a teacher.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds very promising then. So as you've been, been doing this, oh, so tell us the name mm-hmm. of your company.
1: Yeah, it's a walkthrough history tours.
0: Okay. Um,
1: You can find us on the web, walkthroughhistorytours.com. All
0: right. And I'll I'll put that link in the show notes for this episode um, and um, on my website. So, okay. So, while you were sort of, so you're still working, you're still, and you're doing all this investigating about what's next for you. What skills do you bring as a teacher to this new venture?
1: Right. Um, well, a good part of it, a big, big part of this, of course, is the historical knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, I picked that up through years of just knowing it, um, but also working with people. Um, as you know, teachers, we get a lot of experience with working with people. Mm-hmm. And so the, the idea of taking something that I know about and sharing that with other people and working with people, that was probably the biggest thing to, uh, as far as skills go to yeah. bring to this. For and sure. so
0: what about the business side of it, like setting up a website and publicity <sighs> and all that kind of stuff? Like, how does that all Ooh. work? Um, that,
1: has, that has been a learning experience, to say the least. Um, a lot of that, frankly, I'm just going to be honest, I had to uh, talk with people that knew far more about it than I did and, and get a lot of their insight and uh, you know, I know some people that run their own businesses already very successfully and, uh, I just, I had to lean on them a lot.
0: Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So there's still, there's still some learning there. I imagine as you, as it will you be start. for years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. will be for years.
0: And so have you done any extra training or study or had to, like uh, you said that you've accessed some people who are already, you know, working in business, but mm-hmm. have you done any training yourself?
1: Um, not really, because it was from teaching to guiding tours and stuff like that. It uh, wasn't really that big of a jump. I mean, when you think about it, um, it, it it's sort of a simplified version of teaching. Um, I
0: guess what I'm asking is stuff like like I know when I set up my business. Hmm. Uh, I had to get an Australian business number. I had to well I didn't have to build oh. a business, I did. So that oh, side yeah. of things, like the, the actual oh. business structure side of things.
1: Oh goodness, yes. Um I have received a whole new education in Texas business law. Um with with everything. We're lucky we're we're actually one of the better states to start a business in. Um but we, I still had to set up a formal company, an LLC here, still had to go through the um, Texas uh, seller's permit. They call it a seller's permit, but it's basically a sales tax permit to collect sales tax on sales. Okay. Um, still, had, still had to do all that. Still had to set up an employer ID number with the IRS and things like that. So definitely lots of legalese if you want to call it that. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you've had to learn all that stuff. And how did you come about doing that? How did you investigate all those things?
1: Fortunately for us, almost all of that is available online. Um, Our government websites are actually pretty good um, in in talking you through how to do those things. So it was just a lot of hours, lots of hours of reading and cross-checking information from one place to the next and, and that sort of thing.
0: Right. Okay. So you actually just were able to Google just about everything that you needed. Right.
1: Right. Excellent.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. That sort of bodes well for someone else who might want to be getting out, that they actually Absolutely. find out that information fairly readily.
1: Yes. I, I would say, you know, it, it, it's it's readily available, but there's a lot of it. So I, I know you have some viewers from Texas. If you ever play on getting into your business, and you're starting a business on your own. Uh, The information is readily available, but get ready. You're going to spend a lot of time sorting through all of it.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. And maybe we should be putting your phone number as well, or maybe not. (laughs) 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 Business advice from, from Caleb Shipley. Okay. So so you've managed this, you know, transition and you're almost Mm -hmm. out. What advice would you give to someone who's feeling stuck? Like who's, maybe back where you were when you first decided to go and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: So the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to tell you is, uh, you hear people say all the time, find your passion, right? What's your passion? Is about? And frankly, that's what got me in trouble in this, to start with was teaching and history and all that was my passion. Mm-hmm. Don't follow your passion, follow your purpose. You know, what are you here for? You know, uh, kind of going back to that, the, the moment where I realized this wasn't for me is at a moment where I'm like, I'm not, this is not the meaning for my life. Um, I got to take control of my life again. I've got to find my purpose. Um, most people don't get into teaching without a passion for it. And, uh, but, but purpose goes a lot deeper. So what I would say is find your purpose. What are you here for? What are you meant for? Um, you know, if you're religious, you know, what is, what is God's plan for you? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, the second bit of advice, and I know it's tough, tough, tough. You gotta jump. Once you find that purpose, you know, it, you gotta jump. Um, it's, it ain't easy. It's not, it's not something that, um, uh, you know, it's not something that the cautious out there will tell you to do, but you gotta jump. Once you do it, just do it. Just go for it.
0: So, but you haven't jumped. You're still, you're still in, you're still teaching. Right, so right. When you say jump, what do you, what do you mm. mean by that?
1: When you, when you know what that purpose is, just go for it. You know, uh, you know, I, I made, I made the jump in the sense that, you know, we're, we're doing this thing, the business is going and all that. Mm. Uh, frankly, now I'm just teaching to finish out the contract, uh, you know, to keep that clean record. Yeah. Um. But but past that, there is no safety net, you know. Um, unfortunately, um, but
0: definitely because yeah. it's going to motivate you to work your butt off, isn't it?
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, when there, when there's no safety net there, and you realize August is going to get here again next year, and you're like, okay, what am I doing now? Uh, whatever you're doing, better work. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. so it sounds like there's still a little bit of trepidation there around what's going to happen at the end of the summer when maybe the walking tours, um, is perhaps, perhaps as popular and right. you need to go and start approaching schools. How will that be received? All of that kind of thing.
1: Well, a little bit, um, more excitement at this stage. I'm still in the excited stage, you know, I'm going to try to try to make that last as long as I can.
0: Got it. Yeah. I actually interviewed (laughs) someone else yesterday for the podcast and I'm not sure when that will go to air, but, um, Mm. she said the difference between fear and excitement is that with fear, we breathe in and sort of hold it. But with excitement, we breathe in, but then we breathe out. Like when you watch fireworks, you kind of go, (gasps) right. And so there's that release and it's just, it's a different feeling altogether, isn't it?
1: Right. It is. It is. Um, for sure. Yeah.
0: Hmm. okay so if someone wanted to get in touch with you to use your service they can go to the mm-hmm. website what else what sure. if there's a school teacher listening in and saying oh my gosh that would be fantastic uh, excursion from my class how would mm-hmm. what would be the best way to approach you
1: uh, still probably the best way would be through the, the website um, on the website we have a uh, contact form it goes directly to the the business email so if you if you're a teacher thinking, man, that sounds like fun or something, you have to be in the area, just send me a link or send me a, a contact request. Okay. Um, and we can, we can get something up, uh, set up for that. Um, also, if I'm, um, you know, I'm on Facebook. So if you want to send me a message today, that's also fine too. Yeah. Those okay. would probably be the two best ways to give you.
0: Awesome. So that'll all be in the show notes for this episode on my website awesome. and also on the, mm-hmm. um, the hosting platform. Okay. Absolutely. So so as this is happening, you, you mentioned that you mm-hmm. felt excited. What else right. is happening? Like, what's life like for you right now?
1: Um, man, I tell you what, it's it's hectic. Uh, it's go to school, uh, you know, teach. I still teach U.S. history and world geography. Mm-hmm. Go to school, come home, start working. It's it's a very much a two full time job kind of operation. Yeah. Um, so so I just stay busy with that.
0: And is, is your wife going to be a business partner with you?
1: To an extent, um, she's in kind of a, a different situation than I am. Uh, she is, I, I don't know if it works this way with other countries as well. Uh, she's in special education. Okay. And um, here they are generally treated much better than regular teachers. Uh, for For me, being a, a history teacher, we're not treated all that terribly well. Uh, but her being a special education teacher, she gets treated far better than I will for one simple reason. They are much harder to find. Yeah. Um, not many people want to, to do what she does. Mm-hmm. So she will be doing it. And, and we hope at some point uh, for her to go full time with me as well. Yeah. Um, but she's, she's on kind of a different career track than I am.
0: I understand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's good. that So at least there'll be um, like you both getting to follow your purpose.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. So I have one final question for you, Caleb. Mm. And Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great.
1: Oh, to thank you. you. Thank you.
0: But I've got this, this last, uh, I guess what, what I would call a curly question, uh, which is maybe a little bit harder <laughs> to answer than some of the other ones. What's mm-hmm. the legacy that you want to leave in the world?
1: This is gonna sound very strange, but being a history guy, I honestly don't care if people remember me. I want them to remember the stories. Um, I want them to remember you know, what I'm a part of, not necessarily me as an individual. So the legacy that I wanna leave more than anything would be people knowing the stories of this, planet that we live on the state that we live in the countries we live in and if i can just contribute to that just a little bit that would be i'd be more than happy with that
0: that sounds like a wonderful legacy to leave in the world thank you so much and thank you for thank coming you. To the show today caleb it's been great to talk with you
1: thank you for having me thank you very much
0: You've been listening to the Get Out of Teaching podcast presented by Larksong Enterprises with your host, Elizabeth Diakos. Do you know someone else who could benefit from hearing more stories of hope and transition from teachers all around the world? Please take a moment to share this and other episodes via your podcast app. Each share helps me reach listeners just like you who can benefit from this content. The Get Out of Teaching podcast is proud to be part of the Experts On Air podcast network. For show notes and other resources, please visit larksong.com.au forward slash podcast.